Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. You guys did it! Uh, you guys are in the bowels of the catacombs of Kuru. Kuru has been slain. Uh, you have Altarius Brightmore alive at your guys' feet. And uh, the unfortunate trade-off for that is that uh, Project X319 has taken the... Uh, uh, chest plate, uh, the uh, breastplate, I should say, and absconded with it, uh, but revealed that he's pretty sure the person who controlled him was a female and was on the council. Apparently they were hiding themselves even from X319, so he doesn't know for sure, but that is what he believes. It seems like Cassius is our prime suspect. Yeah, I think my prime suspect right now is taking a breather. (laughs) It has been a stressful day. Uh, And as far as that goes, you guys have a little bit more breathing room. Uh, You guys know that uh, X319 devoured Flak Chimarazon. So, you know, there's no great mystery as for the disappearance of the counselor. Uh, However, uh, there is technically, uh, there was another body found uh, that you guys kind of put off dealing with because of all this other more pressing matters. Uh, But you also haven't fully explored the catacombs of Kuru, uh, this large giant chamber uh, you guys entered into and started a fight, but you guys haven't searched around. I mean, it wouldn't hurt to just... Yeah, we should take a look look around. around. Yep. All right. Uh, if you guys would like... Well, what are we doing with Altarius? Is he just kind of knocked out on the ground still? Yeah, he's unconscious still. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Let's just leave him. I smack him across the face. No, come on. Don't do that. Just he like does. a gentle tap. Do you want to try to wake you, him up early? You have clawed hands. Yeah, I don't care. I'm going to try All and right, slap him around a little how bit. About, how about we let him... Just I'm slapping him around a little bit. That's a jack. <laughs> Uh, 14. With a 14, he does not wake up. You slap him around a little bit. Uh, uh, not enough to do damage, I presume. And, uh, yeah, he, it looks like he's out cold. See, right. nothing to worry about. I give him one last slap as I walk away. He doesn't wake up. Okay. All right, can we look around now? I'd start looking around the room. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll investigate. Uh, everybody can make an investigation check. Uh, 17. Oh, that is a 18. Boom. Winner. 10. Boom. I I don't know if a 10 gets a boom, but I, you guys search around, and you find that it looks like a lot of uh, uh, priests have been buried down here. Uh, it looks like this is where the catacombs first began, and then the, the you know, the sort of the labyrinth around it formed as, you know, they sealed away Kuru and stuff like that. Uh, so this is sort of the original chamber. Uh, as you look around, you find that most of the priests have been buried here with uh, pretty, you know, frugal type things. But it looks like one of the very first priests that was buried down here, who knows how many years ago, maybe a hundred or so years ago, 
looks like he was buried with a lot of fine wares, uh, a lot of gold. You think that uh, there's probably about a uh, hundred gold worth of uh, kind of religious paraphernalia on him. Uh, you think that you could take that if you wanted. However, it's a little sacrilegious. Yeah, we probably shouldn't take it. It's not like yeah. we're not hurting for cash. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to touch it. Yeah. Now we'll get. We'll go. We'll talk to Verna. We'll get paid. Sure. Uh, yeah, that, that chick's got to pay us. Uh, yeah, and, we, I mean, we solved the mystery. Well, as far as that goes, it has been. Uh, I have a count of the amount of uh, days it's been so far for you. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure. Now, don't quote me on this. I'm pretty sure it's been a few months. Thirteen days. Ah, damn it. Tomorrow will be the 14th day, and that would be the day uh, you would get paid again. Uh, though she gave you a bonus for clearing out demons in the sewers. So, I mean, you know, she might give you another bonus for something like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's gonna. <laughs> so, it's that bonus not a raise. All right. As you guys are looking around, though, you do find that the cultists uh, that were down here have a few things on them. Yeah, uh, we'll rob those motherfuckers. <laughs> those guys, another matter altogether, picking their bodies clean. Uh, you find uh, a few different things. Uh, you find uh, a really ornate-looking cloak that was on one of them. You find a, uh, a really nasty, curved-looking dagger. Uh, it's got a lot of edges to it. Looks real nasty. Uh, the, uh, the pommel of the dagger looks like it is a mantis head. Uh, and then otherwise you find a, uh, a wand that seems to be kind of twisted and gnarled, uh, but, uh, uh, seems to, to be, you know, kind of ornate. Can I take a look at that, a closer look at the dagger? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you take a look at the dagger. Uh, all three of these things you think might be magical, honestly. All right. What that cloak? Well, the dagger, obviously, Alice, that seems up your alley. No, I'm, I'm going to hold on to that for now. I'll grab guess, the wand. Yeah, I'll take the cloak for now. We'll see what that cloak uh, cloak does. We can go meet. We can go back and see the old lady at the college. Madam Wendy? Yeah. Madam Wendy. Or we could just go talk to, uh, what's his name? Who's Madam Wendy. Yeah, but Madam Wendy's going to charge us. If we go talk to a what's-his-name who's scared Madam of us. Madam Wendy isn't charging us shit this time. I can't okay? think of, uh, what's-his-name? Kibo what's Freedom name? Peak? Kibo, yeah, go take out a Freedom Peak. You like bossing Freedom Peak around? Uh, yeah, the, the last... I also one. like fucking around with Wendy. <laughs> There's just... Oh, wait, the, I have... the limit, honestly. <laughs> I have the Identify spell. Oh, well, look can, at that. And I can ritual cast it. Well, let's but do I, that then. But I still want to mess with Wendy. Well, we'll maybe we'll do that later. You can do that on your own time. Uh, did you guys want to uh, leave this place before you uh, uh, go? Ca okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, aside from that, the only other thing you find is the cultists do have some gold on them. Uh, they have uh, about 60 gold on them between all of them. All right. I'll add it to our tally. Do you want me to burn the bodies? You know, how about we don't set fires in here? That seems like a bad idea. I don't know. I kind of feel like it, it helps me helps me relax after a big fight like that. We'll get, you, we'll get you a nice we'll get you a nice beer on the when when we get back. Are you paying? Sure. All right, deal. <laughs> oh, I burp and a little bit of fire shoots out, but that's it. I. Yeah, so you guys have searched the, the place. You found uh, the all the loot that you think that you can find in here. Uh, you didn't stop the ritual, but you did stop Altarius from being eaten. So that's got to count for something. All right. Who wants to carry him? Who's the strongest? Well, that's Hannibal. That yeah. was, Is it? That was X319 who uh, bolted. Uh, now you got to deal with the second strongest. Who I think might be you, Thelonious. I'm pretty sure it's you. <laughs> Damn it. Fine. Can I just drag him by by his leg? I uh, can you? Yes. <laughs> Do you want to? It's on you. Maybe, maybe not. Let's let's look. We we fought. Uh, we I'll fought carry him in my arms. I got him. Athletics check, if you please. About to probably roll a one. Oh, that'd be so funny. 
Uh, it's a 18. With an 18, you carry him with relative ease. He's a, a pretty athletic dude, so he's not super light, but you're strong enough that it's no issue. Can I check his pockets, see if he's got anything good? Yes, yeah, you, you sure can. Oh, come on. Don't rob from the man. <laughs> rob from aren't your, aren't your I, no, no. I'm just curious what he may have. Investigation no, you're not. You want to rob his ass. No, I'm doing all right. Uh, that's a 10. Uh, with a 10, he has holy symbol on him. Uh, he has no coin purse uh, that you can see. Uh, let's see. He would have uh, no weapon on him. Uh, he has some holy scriptures uh, in scrolls. Uh, he has a uh, an alms box. His priest gear. Yeah, all right, that's boring. All right, I'll uh, I'll I'll keep walking. All right, you guys uh, leave the uh, catacombs of Kuru, and as you uh, uh, hoist yourselves up the the ladder uh, to ground level, you find that Abraham Goldbeard is there waiting with a group of guards, and he immediately beseeches you with questions about what happened. What's up, AG? Uh, is he all, he's is he alive? Is he all right? And he takes uh, uh yeah, no, he's uh, good. Altarius from your arms. He seems very concerned. He casts healing magic on him, and uh, he says, "Well, it seems like he's just unconscious. Good." Yeah, Do you want no, me to smack him around fine. some more? M- more? What? No, no, <laughs> oh, oh, no, no. I meant smack him. <laughs> just try to wake him up. I meant the thing we fought down there. Smacked him around. The yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Ah. Uh, uh, you defeated Kuru then. Yeah, yeah, we, we, I killed his ass. I mean, we all did, but I really did. Amazing. No, that's excellent. <laughs> yep, thanks. Thank you for that. It was a lot of fun. It's a real great time. He says, yeah, that's a real nice monster you kept down there. Yeah. Well, it was my master's master who sealed it away. Uh, yeah, so let me ask you a question about that. Your master's master. Uh, a priest. Last name was Temple. Yeah, what was named Templeton. Priest by the name of Templeton, indeed. Yeah, that, that, was, that was my grandpa. What? Yeah, uh, my actual last name is Templeton. I see. That's marvelous to hear. Your grandfather taught my master. Yeah, pretty good guy, I guess. I don't know. I never. I didn't really know him all that well. He just kind of. He was out here. I was back home. I didn't really see him a whole lot. Yes, uh, a human. Uh, so he's passed away some time ago, of course. Uh, but he did a great service for the city, even if it was only to be foisted or hoisted upon you to deal with. That's all right. I felt good doing it. He nods. He says, I hope that it was cathartic for all of you then. I don't know if cathartic's the word, but, uh, you know, we killed that thing, so that was nice. He nods, and he says, I'll find some way to reward you. Uh, Did you find that armor? Well, yes and no. We found it, but we kind of had to let it it get away from us. I see. That sounds concerning. It's not great, but... It was the only way to save Altarius. Save the world, lose the girl. That's how it works sometimes. He doesn't quite follow your uh, slang, uh, but uh, regardless, he lets you know that he will find a way to repay you, uh, whether it's through artifacts, you know, that the the church, you know, keeps sealed away and hidden, uh, or money. He'll find some way to to help you in you know some capacity. All right. Well, we'll. I want to chat with you about uh, my grandpa a little bit later, but right now, um, I don't know. We need a we need a rest. He nods. He says, you're welcome to use the church if you'd like to uh, rest here. Otherwise, if you want to go home, I understand. Uh, though uh, I know the, the guards wanted you to go to Cassius's home if you had the opportunity today. Uh, I believe they'll be cleaning the crime scene by tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to want to talk to her at some point. Do you want to take a look at the crime scene today and then go rest? No, I think we should rest first. Do you know Goldbeard? Is she at home currently? Uh, yes, I believe she is. Uh, I, from what I understand, she's currently on a house arrest, so to speak. 
That's good to know. No. Do they think she's involved in any way? No, I think it's more for her protection. Do you think she's involved? No, just the word arrest caught my attention. Uh, no, I, I think it's more like my house arrest uh, that I was under, where you guys had me watched by guards. Why, me, why did you ask us, though? Do you think she's behind something? Roll insight. All of us? Uh, anybody, yeah. Uh, 13. 19. With uh, uh, a 13 and whatever uh, Hannibal had, who just sort of shrugged his shoulder there, uh, uh, you guys, you know, seems fine. Whatever. Uh, Thelonious, you think that he's suspicious of Cassius Payne. Goldbeard, I know you and I have not always seen eye to eye through all of this, but, you know, we are investigating everything here. Is there something we should know about uh, Cassius? He gets in close and whispers so that the guards that are nearby can't hear. He says, I... It goes against my teachings. I certainly would not wish to be misconstrued as a racist. But she is a tiefling of the Payne family. They're a family of merchants, first and foremost. I don't think they have much desire for the betterment of the city. I don't know of any involvement in any particular crimes personally, but... They tend to be more focused on money, if that makes sense. It does, but you don't have any evidence behind any sort of odd dealings or anything? That no. would be uh, suspicious? No, no nothing uh, nothing that I've ever come across. Uh, there have been meetings where accusations have been thrown at them quite a few times over the years. Nothing specific comes to mind. <laughs> uh, but yes, they... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say that they they tend to skirt around such issues, the Payne family. Do you know, how long has she been uh, a counselor for? Oh, maybe about 10 years. Okay. Do you know anything about the person uh, she replaced? Uh, yes, uh, they were uh, uh, a human. Uh, he gives you some vague details uh, about uh, uh, the human predecessor uh, and lets you know that they retired seemingly of their own will. He says, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe money was exchanged, but nothing was ever has come to light. Okay. All right. Have, have you heard about, you know, maybe rumors or something of other disappearances in the city? Or near the city? Other disappearances? No, just the ones... Like, of, of anything. Not necessarily, like, like creatures, pe anything weird. Anything out of the ordinary things disappearing. Well, you know, it's... I, I'm sure it's nothing. It's But uh, maybe a few weeks ago? Yeah. Three weeks ago? Uh, I think before you arrived in the city. Uh... I'm one of the people who runs uh, the orphanage of the city in the church district. Uh, maybe around three weeks ago, uh, somebody had come in looking to adopt every one of the children. It sounded too good to be true, and of course it was. They had no personal papers. They, they couldn't reveal that they were a citizen of the city. They said they were from out of town and they'd be leaving soon. It seemed rather odd, and so I turned them down. Uh, they were... they leave a name? No, no name. That was the thing. They they were very vague. They they gave uh, 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 initials uh, as their name. They said they were a prominent business person and that they would take good care of the children. But uh, but twenty something children that just seemed ridiculous. What were the initials? Uh, M-O. Yeah. All right. What kind of species was it? A human. Uh, they human. seemed to obscure themselves. They were wearing cloaks and 
they seemed rather large. A, a bit of a rotund person, but seemed to be human. Kind of sound, you know, like this? Yeah, actually. Uh, a little bit of a... Uh, yeah, kind of nasally. Yeah. Kind of like uh, somebody you wouldn't want to talk to for very long. I try my best to be polite, but they seem to make me rather uncomfortable, yes. Sm probably smelled? Probably? Uh, a little bit? Maybe? I don't recall that. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he did. Okay, well, that answers that question. Uh, so those kids, though, they're they're fine. They're still at the orphanage. Yes, yes, they're still at the orphanage. Uh, I've I've not heard of any issues. Uh, have, have you noticed less homeless people around? Well, the city is uh, well for the most part. A lot of the homelessness issue went away with the Dragon District. Yeah. Yes, uh, uh, the dragonborn who came into the city through their exodus, uh, they sort of found themselves in the position of the lowest rung of the city, having not built up any kind of repertoire, job skills, anything of the sort. And so a lot of the positions of the city went to anyone who remained homeless, and the dragonborn district sort of became the, the ghetto in its place. Huh. All right. Uh, but no, I, I've not. I don't. Aside from the the crimes that have been happening that you're all investigating, uh, I don't know of any other disappearances. All right. We're led to believe that there's been pretty widespread uh, disappearances. So if anything unusual crosses your mind, let us know. Just about the person seeking to uh, adopt. Uh, we have pretty stringent rules about that. That's regulations I made sure to put through when I uh, became a uh, counselor of the church district. Yeah, yeah that's, that's good. who we think it is. It was probably for the best. Yeah, you don't want you don't want to deal with that guy. He's uh, yeah, he sucks. I'll alert you guys or the authorities if I happen to hear him or see him. Oh, you'll hear him. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate it. And and you said we could rest here for a little bit. Yeah, take all the time you need. Okay. You guys want to go rest? Yep. You know, maybe recharge a little bit. Maybe, you know, take a, a little rest. better. Take a short rest. Maybe identify some things. Okay. Yeah, so you guys spend an hour, even a little longer, so you can analyze uh, magic items. Uh, what do you want to look at first? Uh, I'm going to be selfish and look at the dagger first. Absolutely. Let me see. So I don't, I don't remember. For a short rest, what's the difference between a short rest and a long rest? Uh, short rest lets you spend hit dice uh, yeah. to, to spend on HP. Uh, for you as a fighter, you get some of your abilities yeah. back. Uh, I got all that stuff, yep. But you don't necessarily get, like, all of your abilities back. Right. But I don't for think a long, I... How long is a long rest? An hour? Uh, long eight rest hours. is eight hours. Oh, eight hours. Okay, short rest is an hour. Yep. Got it. So we're taking a short rest. Uh-huh. I don't get any spells back, do I, with a short rest? Uh, no, I don't believe you do. I'm not sure no. what you get back with a short rest. You'd have to take a look through your uh, uh, character sheet there. Nothing comes to mind. All right, well, maybe we just take a quick short rest now and then do a long rest coming up. Uh, Alice, are you ready for the dagger? Yeah, let's, uh, let's take a look at that. This is the Dagger of Venom. It gives you a plus one to attack and bonus. Uh, attack, uh, excuse me, plus one to attack and damage when you uh, make attack rolls with it. Uh, you can use an action to cause a thick black poison to coat the blade. The poison remains for one minute or until an attack using the weapon hits a creature. The creature must succeed on a DC 15 constitution saving throw or take 2d10 poison damage and become poisoned for one minute. The dagger can't be used this way again until the next dawn. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> right? Uh, all right. Let's take a look at that. Uh, uh, Theo, you want me to take a look at that wand? Yes, please. The Wand of the War Mage. It gives you a plus one to attack uh, or to spell attacks. Oh, uh, all of these items require attunement, I do believe. At least the dagger and the wand do. Uh, yeah, the wand is very simple, though. It's just plus one to spell attacks. 
It doesn't change your spell save DC. It doesn't do damage, but it does allow you to have an easier time hitting with spells. That's pretty good. Yeah. What was it called? The Wand of... The War Mage. War Mage. Where do we go to attune this stuff? You just Mage use a long rest to... Or a short rest to attune it. Oh, okay. Cool. And then the... Uh, I guess the cloak. Sure thing. Let me just bring that up. Make sure I'm giving you the right description here. Okay. This is the Cloak of Protection. It requires attunement. It gives you a plus one to AC and plus one to all of your saving throws while you're wearing the cloak. All right. I'll take Those it. Those are some pretty sweet items. Indeed they are. Okay, so let's assume I attuned it while we're here. Yeah, you absolutely can. They're not cursed or anything. Uh, it looks like the uh, cultists were using them, uh, but, well, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Suckers. Suckers indeed. I So so everything else, the, the dagger, it's just like a normal dagger, but the plus one to attack and damage. And then the once a day ability no. to coat it with poison. Okay. Other than that, all this all the other stats are the same. It's still like one D four. Okay. Exactly. And mine was plus one AC, plus one saving throws. Yep. Plus one to all okay. saving throws and plus one to AC. I'll take it. That sounds good. That is a useful item. Yep, pretty all-purpose. Uh, so you guys have rested in the church. You guys use one of the, the side rooms. Uh, Abraham Goldbeard brings in food to you guys. Uh, Altarius Brightmore wakes up in the meantime. Uh, it looks like he's kind of being doted on by Abraham. Uh, is there anything you guys would like to talk to him about or no? I'd kind of like to know if he's got a, a look at who who nabbed him. Or maybe just like the details of his abduction. Yeah, he uh, he lets you know. He says, uh, to be honest, I was sleeping. I, I woke up to the sound of a scream. And when I got to my bedroom door and opened it, there was just a flash of motion and I passed out. And then I woke up here. Oh, wow. OK, so you didn't you didn't happen to see who it who it was then. No, I'm afraid not. I uh, the uh, uh, he kind of stutters his words a bit, and he says, "Abraham told me that the guards that had been stationed at my home were slain. Uh, that's very depressing." Yeah, it was. Uh, it's been a rough night for everybody, and he just sort of shakes his head and seems out of it. Uh, from what you can tell from what you've seen of him the last few few days, he seems very taken aback by death and mayhem and stuff. He's It doesn't seem like he has the stomach for combat and violence. All right. Well, let's not traumatize him any further. We got I think we we have a pretty good idea of what happened. I think we can continue on. Oh, I thought of a question I want to ask Abraham. Yeah. All right. So, Abraham. My friend, mm-hmm. what do you know about like a group of high elves that may be here or may have been here that would also have a piece of the armor? Are you referring to the uh, what else? I'm sorry, what else? Yes, what else? Uh, what else? I think the last time I brought it up, I might have mistakenly said high elves, uh, but yes, yeah, it was uh, what wood else? elves. This is wood elf uh, family of wood elves. Yeah, we we well, we know that the the couple pieces that were are kind of unaccounted for at the moment. It's one in a tower to the south, which we'll you know maybe take a look at, and then one uh, is with the family of wood elves, and we can't really we haven't been able to pin down exactly like where these wood elves could be. Well, the the city is rather large, but there is one family that comes to mind immediately. Yeah, the Citrinefall family. Oh, really? Uh, yes, uh, Verna L. Citrinefall. Uh, she's uh, 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 from a family of wood elf nobility, I do believe. You don't say. Uh, yes. Huh. Well, she owes us some scratch anyway. Looks like we'll be chatting <laughs> with her. 
<laughs> he uh, uh, looks a little confused by your slang yet again, but regardless, he uh, uh, nods. He says, well, I, I hope I've been of some help. You have, and Definitely. I shake his hand, and I give him some trail mix. <laughs> he looks at his hand. He says, I was uh, just getting hungry. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, my friend. You are welcome. Consider that a tip. I whisper to his ear, don't eat it. Throw it away immediately. It's delicious. Magic mix. Magic Hannibal's magic mix. That's what I'm going to market it as. Just it's start walking away now. Just start walking away now. He pockets, you know, we the, probably he pockets the trail <laughs> mix and thanks you. We probably shouldn't take up any more of these guys' time. Let's it's head kosher. on out. It's kosher. You know who would have needed the trail mix was the guy that was unconscious for however long it was. How's he going to eat unconscious? You're going to choke him to death? Low blood no, he's sugar. awake now, you idiot. He just... Oh. I go give him some trail mix. <laughs> Alterius takes it. He's he's famished. Try it, my friend. It's good. Magic mix. Magic mix. He oh, he, he tries it and he goes, oh, it's uh, magical. Yes. Thanks. You ever need any more, I- I'm going to hook you up. You just let me know. I'll get you as much uh, magic mix. Hannibal's magic mix. Anytime you need it. He nods and says, uh, yes, thank you. Tell all your friends. Sure. All right. We got stuff to do. Thanks. Uh, glad you're feeling better. He thanks you. Uh, Abraham right. uh, Goldbeard once again thanks you up and down. Uh, and you guys are uh, on the street of the church district. What would you like to do? Okay. Well, we should probably go and we should probably investigate that mur- crime scene before they yeah. clean it up in, in the morning. Then maybe we take a rest and tomorrow we uh, talk with Verna. Agreed. That's a good plan. Sure. So you guys head towards uh, Cassius Payne's mansion. Uh, It is in the old residential district, uh, probably not very far from uh, where the Mertiel Alberge is. I don't know if you guys have gotten directions, so we'll say that you guys stop off at... uh, uh, Well, actually, the guards were uh, at the church with Abraham... They give you the directions because you're expected to show up at some point. What time of day is it? Oh, let's see here. I don't remember, because we left in the morning to go to the catacombs. We left early. Felt like we were in there for weeks. Uh, You guys had gone to the Red Gorgon Saloon, and then you went to the uh, catacombs of Kuru. Oh, right. Uh, So it's probably early to mid-afternoon at this point. All right. Yeah, it feels the, like a long time. Uh, the rain has cleared up, but it's still kind of overcast. All right. All right, so we're headed over there. Sorry. Yeah, so you guys traipse across the uh, kind of uh, muddy streets of Rayburn Falls. And uh, maybe after about a half hour or so tops, you guys arrive in the uh, old residential district. And you show up at a uh, rather large mansion. The uh, There is a front gate, but it looks like the, the front gate is sort of connected to the neighbor's wall. And a lot of the neighbor's yards sort of just sort of, you know, empty into one another's. Uh, so there's not a lot of security on the property. Uh, however, the mansion itself is quite large. Uh, looks pretty big. And... Uh, you guys see that there are a lot of guards at the side of the house. Well, right. I guess we should head over there. Maybe if we're lucky, Reggie will be over there. We'd say head to Reggie. Roll a d20 uh, there, Hannibal. That is a nine. Uh, no Reginald, I'm afraid. Uh, what's the other guy we know? Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Roll a d20. All right. Different dice this time. 17. Uh, Jeremiah is there. It looks like he's the uh, uh, one of the head investigators for this crime scene. Oh, he got promoted. Wonderful. Jeremiah sees the uh, the three of you. He says, "Ah, uh, it's great you arrived." Yeah, no, I see you got promoted. You're 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 investigating. You seem to be in charge here. Well, I I think desperate times call for desperate measures with everything going on in the city right now. You deserve it, my friend. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. He says, uh, well, let me uh, take you to the scene of the crime and 
let you know what we're finding so far. Yeah, let's do, let's do that. So, at the side of the house is uh, a kind of cobblestone uh, brick, you know, on the ground. Stonework on the ground, I should say. Uh, that leads back to the, the kind of the backyard. Uh, on the ground is Odaskal, who is a wood elf. Uh, he had kind of uh, 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 like golden yellow hair, uh, kind of autumny colors. He, uh, let's see, he is face down. Looks like there's a lot of stab wounds on the back. His back is just ripped up. Uh, the knife has been left behind. And otherwise, uh, Jeremiah lets you know, he says, well, uh, there's some weird smudge marks uh, in the stonework. Uh, maybe just blood smear. Uh, uh, that's about the only thing I've found. Uh, made a drawing of it, just be careful. Uh, but now that you're here, it's uh, uh, on you. Can I take a look at the knife? Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, go ahead and make an investigation check. Don't have spiders. Don't have spiders. <laughs> God, uh, well, 16. With a 16, it looks to be the exact same make and model of the dagger that had, uh, uh, been found in the back of, uh, Roscoe. On top of that, though, uh... It's once again, it's like a, a a dagger that you would find at any general store. Very basic make. Seems to have been uh, uh, dwarven made, probably imported. Interesting, a dwarven made <sighs> imported dagger found <laughs> on the property of someone who imports dwarven made goods. Uh huh. Yeah, real shock. I'm with you, but I think we also just have have to stay a little open-minded. These are no, pretty common. I agree. And I'm, at the same I'm time, with you. this all seems to be very convenient. Like I'm with you. It's almost too easy. You know what I mean? Right. That's that's where I'm at. Is I don't I don't I don't think we should tunnel vision on this. I think I think we need to keep our minds open. But I'm I'm with you. This seems yeah. a little little suspicious. Well, at the same time. I mean, I'm thinking Cassius is having someone else do the dirty work for her. What's the name of that little creep? Gaius? Gaius? Gaius. Where's Gaius? Do you, I, do you think he'd be able to take an adventure like Odaskal, though? Stabbing him behind the back? It doesn't matter who you are. Well, well it's hard to argue with that. Let's figure this out for a second here. These stab wounds. Mm-hmm. They're in the back. Yep. Right? Do they look like they were done from above or below? Like, is this person that was stabbing them tall or kind of short? Medicine check, if you please. All right. Real good with these, too. Oh, natural 20. I'm real good with these. Wow. Uh, you think that it was someone not especially tall? You think that they angled the blade upwards? Upwards, yeah. eh? I'm thinking With a lot cast. of force. Uh, yeah, you think that it was a fair amount of force. Uh, though with a natural twenty, I can let you know that the person didn't seem to have a ton of strength. You think that this was a little bit more dexterous of strikes. I think that little dweeb is being asked to do the dirty work. He could very well be. He kind of is supposed to do. Loves his aunt a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And he has access to weapons. Can we uh, ask, what's his name? Jeremiah? Yeah. Uh, uh, do you know where uh, little nephew Gaius is at? Uh, yes. Uh, Cassius was concerned about her store. Uh, she sent message to, to Gaius, who's uh, currently uh, in charge while she's gone. Uh, she basically just passed along that, you know, she wouldn't be into work today. Okay. So he's but in the of, store. Yeah, none of you have checked it out though if he's there or not. Oh uh, yeah, we we sent a messenger to deliver that uh, uh, to him, and he was there. And uh, if you guys recall, feels like it's been months ago. Uh, 
before you went to the catacombs of Kuru, you picked up your silvered weapons yeah. from uh, Gaius. Right. And what time, what time, how long ago did this happen? He says, uh, well, the murder uh, was discovered when Cassius was leaving in the morning. Uh, she went to get into her carriage, uh, which she points around to the back. He says that they, you know, store in a kind of a uh, uh, stable, stable, he says. I was about to say garage, but that's not quite the word in this world. Uh, he says, uh, stable out back. They they keep it out there. He says when the they pulled around, uh, they saw the body. And then she reported it to the authorities. Yeah, so she reported it. Uh, yes, uh, Cassius herself reported it. Who did she report it to? Well, there, uh, uh, the town council has more guards around than normal. Uh, so uh, we had been patrolling the area, from what I understand. She got a hold of the nearest guard to her home, and uh, yeah. They sent word from there and got a hold of uh, uh, Orval. So Orvalt took the message from her, or this guard? Uh, guard took the message from her, and then he reported it immediately to Orvalt. Jeremiah, can I ask you something? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you know of any, you know, corruption or funny business going on within the police department? Um, the police department? He says no. Uh, nothing as far as I know of. Uh, a lot of the, the guards are reserves or, or, you know, not really necessarily looking to, to, you know, become big shot officials for the city. So, yeah, a lot of it is reserve work. So I would imagine Orvalt's about the, the, the only person of great power in the uh, uh, kind of sheriff's office, if you will. Everybody likes Orvolt, though. There's nobody that... There's no sort of rising against him or people unhappy with what he does. He shakes his head and he says, No, uh, Orvolt's always treated me with respect. Uh, I wish the pay was a little better, but, you know, that's something uh, uh, I guess they they got to take up with the city, not necessarily with him. But you think your fellow guards also agree to that, too? He shrugs and he says, If anyone's upset with Orvolt, uh, they've not voiced that complaint to me. Right. Roll insight. Yeah, absolutely. You can roll insight. That is a natural. Mine's a natural 20. With a natural 20, you think that uh, the DM is pissed that you keep getting natural 20s this recording. <laughs> uh, but aside from that, you are pretty sure he is telling the truth. He does not seem to think that there's any corruption in the city's uh, town guard. Okay. So the guard that took the report. Where is this person at? Uh, he lets you know that it's one of the guards that are nearby. Uh, they come up and they explain the story that basically they were walking around. Uh, they hadn't heard any kind of commotion uh, from the you know pain estate. But Cassius uh, came out. She had a, a few of her butlers with her. They, you know, apparently had found a body. He came. Indeed, it was a dead body, and then he immediately went to uh, find Orvald in the uh, uh, government district. Okay, how did how did Cassius seem to you when she reported it? How did she act? Was she frantic? Did she seemed concerned. Uh, yeah, frantic. Uh, she seemed uh, very concerned. Uh, she seemed almost hysterical. I don't hysterical. know that she's ever seen a dead body before. Really? Uh, yeah, she seemed pretty upset. Never seen a dead body. Oh, I mean, that's, that's the, the way I took it, the way she was acting. So did maybe seem, there's a... Did, sorry. Did, did it seem maybe she was acting a little too frantic, like it was out of character for her? I don't really know her very well, sir. Uh, but she seemed genuinely upset. Can I roll I, I yeah, you can. What's that, uh, Thelonious? Well, I was going to bring these two together and just be like, you know, maybe there's a possibility that she doesn't know that Gaius is doing this. 
I have fortunate. It's possible. Uh, he seems to be telling the truth. He he at least thinks, and this is where it gets tricky because it's his impressions of somebody else uh, that right. you're reading. But yeah, he seemed to think that uh, Cassius was genuinely upset. Okay. I mean, I don't think this would be planned on her part. I kind of whisper to the to the group. Yeah, but at I, the same I imagine time, she came out. I imagine she came out and pro- was probably just as surprised. She probably doesn't want this attention. That's probably true. I think that's true. Jeremiah looks to you. He says, uh, well, uh, I mean, by all means, take a look at the the body, the scene, everything around. Uh, But uh, otherwise, uh, uh, Cassius is inside if you want to talk to her. Can you guys, can you send a couple people over to... uh their business where Gaius is don't go in there just kind of be nearby to keep track of him while we go in and talk to Cassius yeah he nods he says do you want me to be the one to take care of that what do you guys think yeah I don't think it matters but say why not yeah Yeah. somebody's there he nods he says I'll grab uh somebody else with me and uh we'll go ahead and uh keep tabs on thank you appreciate it he nods I think before we go in, though, we should take a look at the smudge mark they mentioned. Yeah, let's examine the let's examine the crime scene, the body, and investigate the area. Yeah, see if we come up with any clues. There are a few roles on the table. You have investigation, survival, and you also have. Uh, let's see. Uh, you guys rolled medicine and got a natural twenty, uh, so I will say that there is perception on the table as well. I will do either perception or survival. I'm I'm pretty perceptive. I think I might take perception. Okay. All right, then I'll do investigation. Yep, investigation yeah, is left. All right, I'll do investigation. Right. Natural twenty on perception. I'll do survival. <laughs> Four on investigation. Two on survival. <laughs> you guys look there around. There you go. Merry Christmas, Craig. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you guys look around and you don't find any tracks. Uh, the rain must have washed away anything like that. Uh, so you guys look around and nothing really comes to, to mind. Uh, except for the fact that uh, Odaskal has money on it. He has his weapon that is not loaded. It is a repeating crossbow. Uh, It's unloaded. It looks like he wasn't ready for a fight or anything. He has uh, daggers and short swords at his side. They're unsheathed. Or they are sheathed, I should say. Uh, He has uh, roughly... You count up about 1,050 gold on him. Damn. Damn. 1,050 gold. If you want, uh, before we get to Alice's natural 20, uh, you can roll an intelligence check, and I can tell you a little bit more about that. Actually, you know what? History. Make it a history History. check. I like that better. 15. 17. 14. The three of you guys know that Odaskal is the one who took down the Devil Sword, and there was a 1,000 gold reward for doing so. There you go. So he is dead and has his money, has all of his belongings. Uh, you also think that uh, uh, if the if his gear, his especially the repeating crossbow, if that's not magical, it's at least a very high quality. That's about all you guys find. Alice, with a natural 20, you find an odd shape that's mostly been washed away in the rain. It looks like it might have been fresh early in the morning, but now it's just sort of a smudge mark. It sort of looks like Odaskal was trying to write something with his blood. It looks like his hand is out the from the 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 way his hand has fallen as he was dying and the smudge mark, it looks like it was moved by him. But because it's been so long, and all the rain, you're not entirely sure what it is. 
All I can tell you is it almost looks like a crescent moon shape. Does it spell 11037? No, I don't know what that means. I. Uh, it looks like a crescent moon. Uh, it could be... I mean, yeah, that's about all I can tell you, is it looks like a crescent moon. You have uh, a big half circle, and then you have another half circle beside it that looks like it's been smeared in the, the rain. Does it look like any, anything if I, if I look upside down? To use... Perfect. But from his position lying down, it looks like he drew what looks to be almost like a crescent moon. It's like two half circles, one inside of the other. Almost looks like maybe two horns. Could be. Or two letter C's. Two letter U's if he was trying to mess with you guys. Maybe he was drawing what he could see. So if he's laying, so if he got stabbed and he's looking up at whoever his killer is as he's dying. Ah, now he fell stomach first. He got stabbed in the back. So he wouldn't have seen anybody. Well, I mean, I take that back. Uh, he wouldn't have seen who was stabbing him. Yeah, it's unlikely whatever this is, is him telling us who did it. I think he's trying to send us some other message, maybe. Be something he figured out. Yeah. He was looking into things for us, wasn't he? And he obviously is here at Cassius's house. Uh, Roscoe had tried looking into things for you guys. Oh, Roscoe was. And not, then ended up Odaskal. dead. Odaskal, you guys never really had a chance to talk to. You never really got out of, went out of your way to talk to him or anything. Uh, and then it started to become more apparent, especially now, that uh, the raiders are being attacked. But really, it's not necessarily the raiders. Like, these are the people that were, like, working with the raiders. They weren't official members. I wonder if Roscoe told Odaskal about looking into things for us, and that's how he ended up here? It was his friend. I mean, it's presumed that he could have talked to him, sure. <sighs> Can we roll? Or... Go ahead. I was going to say, or was he investigating Roscoe's death on his own and it led him here? That could be. Could be. Can we can we roll anything to jog our memory if we've seen anything that's crescent moon shaped? Crescent moon shaped. Uh, or something that would resemble that? Because I got a feeling we have a clue that we're just forgetting. We never do that. <laughs> I know. I uh, I can tell you that there. I I have never specifically referenced a crescent moon throughout this adventure. Okay. Not specifically, anyhow. I might have mentioned the moon at some point or another, but regardless, uh, you've not seen emblems that are crescent moons. Okay. Great. All right. Well, that is. We'll just have to keep that in the back of our mind for right now, then. Mm -hmm. I wonder I if you were onto something with the demon horns. Maybe. That could be. It could be horns drawn out. It's it's so vague and smudged, it's hard to tell. It could be horns. Uh, the letters CC, the letters UU, a crescent moon, uh, a bubbled letter of the letter C. It's hard to tell. Well, I think it's time we should probably go in and talk to Cassius, huh? I guess so, but just let's not... Let's not reveal how much we know. Yeah, we'll just ask her what she knows about this out here. Agreed. You go into the uh, house? So let's yeah. go in. You guys uh, head inside. And, uh, well, you get to the front door. Uh, you guys knock, and a few moments later, a tiefling butler answers the door. Uh, kind of a scrawny-looking guy, uh, older. He looks like an old man. He says, uh, may I help you? We're uh, investigators with the city. We were hoping to uh, talk to Miss Payne about what happened this the other day. 
he looks in the cops, uh, cops, the town guard, uh, don't stop you or anything. It's, it's apparent that you guys work, you know, are working with the city in some capacity. And he nods. He says, yes, uh, Miss Payne will gladly speak with the authorities. Uh, do come to the parlor. I'll bring her to you shortly. Great. Thank you. And you guys are brought to the parlor. Uh, as you guys are walking along, the house is huge. It's an enormous mansion. You guys pass by, like, a ballroom. Uh, you guys, you know, go down this hall- long hallway, and you guys are uh, only brought to the door, and then the butler immediately turns around, and you see that there are a couple of other doors nearby, and uh, otherwise you're standing in front of a, a really ornate and plush-looking room. Looks almost like it's uh, furnished by the... Same uh, uh, craftsmen who do up the uh, Mertil Auberge. All right. Do you guys want to head inside? What do you want to do? Do you want to sit down? I guess we'll head on in if they're... Do we want... Does the butler still stay there? No, butler has turned and left you guys behind in order to go get Cassius. Do we hear anything going on in the other rooms? Perception check. Uh, 15. 12. 14. With a 12 and a 14, you guys certainly don't hear anything. Uh, and neither do you really, uh, uh, Alice. You you hear floorboards creak, you know, maybe uh, a few halls away. There's, you know, something going on, but you can't really hear from this distance very well. Uh, but out of the corner of your eye, uh, the, uh, the door next to the parlor... Uh, is cracked open. It looks like there is, uh, it's not locked. Can I, I guess, peer, peer in? Sure. Yeah, maybe one of us peers in while the other one's kind of looking to see if anyone's coming. Yeah, uh, it looks like it is dark on the inside. Uh, did you want to peek inside there, uh, Alice? Uh, all right, you guys are gonna stand guard for a second. Yeah, yeah. you got dark. You have dark vision, right? I do. All right. Okay, so yeah, I'll just I'll just peek my head in. Yeah, Alice, you peek your head in, and uh, it looks like this is a storage uh, facility, uh, storage room, and it looks like it's a lot of crates of like supplies. You think that this is likely where, you know, some of the stock. Uh, has ended up for uh, pain imports. And as you peek inside, you see, uh, you know, chests and crates filled with cloaks and uh, weapons, daggers. Uh, You see, like, a few boxes of just bulk daggers. Uh, You see uh, uh, crates of brown cloaks. Uh, You see a whole bunch of stuff that's, you know even not as relevant to, to what you guys are looking into. And it looks like there is a lot of that stuff just lying around in here. Okay. I, uh, Thelonious and Hannibal, you hear the uh, stepping of heels down the hallway, uh, coming, you know, kind of not fast, not running, but quickly coming in your direction. Oh, hey, Alice, come here. Okay, so I, I kind of back off and I, I leave the door as it was. You leave that be, and as you pop around, uh, you see Cassius Payne flanked by her old butler uh, round the corner, and she seems to have a face of... It's hard, well, roll insight. Uh, 22. Eight. Ten. Thelonious and uh, Hannibal, it is almost impossible to read her. She is kind of a stone uh, face on. With a 22, uh, you think that she's kind of keeping up appearances. You think that she's maybe a little stressed out, but it does not show on her face. And as she rounds the corner and sees us, the three of you, she says, darlings, 
how can Cassius Payne be of assistance to you? And she smiles real big and directs you to the parlor. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.